Yeah. Hello, howdy, shalom, and welcome to episode 83 of Wada Hockey, where we talk all things Texas hockey and the culture that surrounds it. We're we're moving and grooving. We have officially hit the lull of the offseason. But before we dive into everything that's been going on in our personal lives, make sure to check out our friends over at Texas Hockey Apparel right now. And certainly, most certainly, check out Wada Hockey on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook for all the latest news surrounding hockey here in the great state of Texas. We've got some food to talk about at the AAC or the lack thereof, I should say, uh, in a recent article that was released. But before we get into all that and more, we have got to catch up with everybody. So first and foremost, Patrick, we're back another week. We're pushing through. There's really nothing hockey related going on right now outside of the World Juniors and Three Ice. A couple of the Stars prospects are out there, but that's probably going to be next week when we talk about it. So for now, we are we are low energy water hockey, water hockeys. Yeah, this is the Jamie Benn edition of water hockey. There's no the perfect time yeah, to get no, on. No luck. <laughs> yeah, we can match his energy easily. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We're gonna. <laughs> I mean, we need to skate. Gotta put the puck you in just, the net. You just go out there and you put the puck in the net. <sighs> no. But yeah. Man. How was your weekend outside of that? Uh, my weekend was fine. Me and Steve had a. Um, uh, treat yourself okay self-care Friday night got some wine did a mask steamed my face watch out and then did a mask and a nose strip my man watched uh, RuPaul's no Drag kids. Race Ugh, uh, I wish who won the race uh, I think we all won the race in the end beautiful that's a really good answer <laughs> as RuPaul would say if you can't love yourself then how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And I think those are wise words. All right. Girl, fucking preach. She kills it. And then had a cookout on Saturday night, hung out at my brother and sister-in-law's house for my sister-in-law's birthday. Got some tablitas, which I asked my brother-in-law if he was getting those, which those are beef short ribs that mm-hmm. you get at Michoacana. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And he was like, I don't, what are tablitas? And I was like, dude, how am I the most Hispanic one in this family full of Mexicans and Puerto Ricans? <laughs> I don't get it. But it's we had those. Of- Maybe we should do a live recording from a Lemmy Chiacana. <laughs> Man, it's I funny. Mean, still get some. We can grill them out back, dude. Dude, it's the ultimate snack appetizer. Yeah. You throw them on for 15 minutes, get them. A little bit burn on the outside cut them up with some scissors in between the bones easy money they're no uncrustables but damn it if they're not close damn i might i wonder how many of the boys have had like legit mexican food like that that might be I, a good question for next time yeah well, we might you know we're 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 in good, <laughs> good with the americans yeah, there. I think we're getting in good with the, the new team that's coming in, which we'll talk a little bit more about, and we'll have to, we'll have to see if they've had like like a barbacoa or lingua or anything like that. If they got a uh, Allen Americans P card, send me to Michoacana and we'll hook it up. I yep. will bring out the grill. I will grill for everybody. 
I'll set it up. Let me, we, we can work on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, we got, got a... something cooking here. Hey. Uh-oh. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then Sunday, we did not leave the couch literally all day. Yes. Those it was are good. glorious. Why would you? There's no reason to. That's why, I I'm mean, not... literally, that's why the couch was made for you to sit on it. I'm not golfing. I may try not this coming weekend, but next weekend. Hoping I can get back out there. My hand's feeling a little bit better. We'll see how uh, mini golf this weekend goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll That's be the easier. barometer because they're very similar, obviously. Yes, absolutely. But speaking of mini golf, bud, I think yeah? you need to find you like a, a like a date or something for it now. Like not like a, a date date, you know, <laughs> like a like, date date. Yeah. But yeah. Like, no, is, I, uh, I mean, should we uh, see if AJ wants to come? Maybe. Maybe I hung out with AJ this past weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead of you real quick, but yeah, I hung out with AJ this past weekend. Uh, went out to to Milo Butterfingers. Just honestly, my favorite bar in all of the Dallas. Best, the best. It's so great. But yeah, uh, maybe maybe I might invite him. I don't know. I think he uh, he you know we're talking about fan of the show AJ here, uh, not AJ Galante, other fan of the show. How are you? I think he might be in a championship game on Saturday, though. So I'll have to see. I'll what? Have to mm. Yeah. I don't know which team. I don't know if it's the pylons. I don't think they're that far into the season yet. So no, it might be no, 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 no. Oh, wait. Are you, are you not subbing for pylons this season? Uh, I, I played a game. I just, I just I don't like, like playing in the Fridays. summer. I don't like playing in the summer. I don't like being outside in the summer if I don't necessarily have to be. And so, you know, how we it is, like to, it is still pretty miserable out there. It is. But, you know, shout out rain, because apparently there's more coming in the next like week or so. Hopefully, by the time that this is out this Thursday, uh, there will be some rain, if not at the beginning of next week, because, you know, as, as Lord all, knows we need it. Lord knows we need it. And maybe <laughs> this would be a perfect time to call our favorite AC company. Uh, oh, well, I mean, since you asked. Yeah, I mean, it's still hot outside, and your AC has probably been pumping all summer long. So you got to give the friends over at GAC Service Co. a call at 972-278-6739 for all your AC repairs and needs uh, and heating needs. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but winter is apparently supposed to be even colder than last year. So with GAC Service Company, you can get your summertime needs and your wintertime needs taken care of before they start so call them at 972-278-6739 and let them know water hockey sent you because that's how they know that we're helping them and when we help them they help us and then they help us we help you and everyone's just helping everybody just a bunch of help jobs and it's very Uh, quick pro quo quick pro quo indeed we want to (laughs) get we want to start doing let's put it like this we love getting you the fans the french fries merchandise and with GAC Service Company and in, in our corner, we won't have to do pre-orders anymore. We might do one more, by the way. Uh, but we won't have to do pre-orders anymore. We can just buy the shirts and sell them and then send them to you instead of you know having to make our friends over at Bring Hockey back, wait forever to get a pre-order, and then make the shirts after they get the shirts, which take a couple weeks. And, you know, it's just so much easier. But Supply chain. Supply yeah, chain supply issues chain. are a beating right now. So that being said, in a roundabout way, yeah, go over, check them out on Facebook, GAC Service Co., and call them, 972-278-6739. But 
Jason, we kind of era era that. How was your weekend? Dude, the weekend was pretty good. Uh, had a little weird Saturday. Uh, I don't know. I felt like I was in a really weird funk for whatever reason. Mm. Do you think it was uh, the moon? Was there something funky with the I moon? I think this Jupiter weekend? was in Gatorade. retrograde. Yeah. Gatorade. Yeah. Capri Sun was in Gatorade. Capri yeah, Sun was. was in Powerade. Yep. Yeah. And something about like Tauruses, like four Tauruses. I don't know. I thought it was a probe. I was oh it's a Lionel Messi that's what it was I was, oh. I was talking about that because <laughs> it's I guess it's Leo season right now so uh, I was talking to my boy Lionel Leo. or Leo DiCaprio actually uh, yeah. so I am watching okay I'm sorry I'm watching I'm going through right now watching Entourage just mm. I don't know every like two years or so like I go through and rewatch it I don't think it's like the world's best show in the world but for whatever reason it's a good show to like kind of fall asleep to yeah. every now and then. But anyways, I got to the part, well, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, just let's go ahead and pause right now if you haven't been to like season six of Entourage. Mm-hmm. Whenever uh, Vinny Chase ends up getting a Scorsese, I don't think he's with Leo DiCaprio, but he basically ends up pre-playing Leo DiCaprio because didn't Scorsese do Night at the Gatsby? The Great Gatsby? I... Or yeah, sorry, Great Gatsby. That's... <laughs> yeah. Night at the Gatsby, like Gatsby and Night at the Museum. Yeah, yeah combined. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sorry, yeah, yeah, the Great Gatsby though didn't he? I think Scorsese did that. Anyways, they kind of precursored it in Entourage, and Vinny Chase ends up being Leo DiCaprio or whatever. <laughs> uh, anyways, roundabout way to say I had brunch on Sunday though <laughs> <laughs> with some friends, uh, uh, and yeah, it was it was a good time. And then uh, yeah, brunch at. We uh well we did it then we did a uh, chicken and waffles indoors and everybody kind of nice. dish like a side. Huh, uh, there you go. Dude, it was great. Uh, and it, it, well, I guess instead of chicken and waffles, we did French toast. That was chicken and French toast, but still, mm, I mean, kiss, it was perfect. same idea. Yeah, 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 same concept. It was savory, sweet, and it was everything in between. We had like a nice uh, fruit salad. It was it was pretty dope. But uh, other than that, man, it was pretty chill weekend. Played Friday. Uh, we won, I think. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we won, dude. You know, you, you know what? For the sake of, yeah, <laughs> for the sake of the for the sake of the episode, you won. You won. Yeah, we won. Yeah, you won. Uh, yeah, fact check me, whatever, man. We're not the pylons and bitches. <laughs> By the right? way, speaking <laughs> of fact checking, it's Baz Lerman was the director of The Great Gatsby. Baz okay. Lerman. Oh. All right, whatever. Well. <laughs> There goes that story. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he was a producer. I don't know. Yeah. You know I'm what? Not, this isn't e news, all right? I'm not an e news. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Content creator. If Martin Scorsese, <laughs> but if Martin Scorsese like produced a hockey bag, I feel like it would be the Conway and Banks bag. Wow. Because it's just well, chef's kiss. And Jason, I. I gotta ask, can you can you tell me a little bit more about this masterpiece that is Conway and Banks? Yeah, absolutely, man. So the bag, first off, it fits all your shit into it. Mm-hmm. Your your shins, it fits your skates, your gloves, your uh, your elbows, the three jerseys that you got to keep because you're a pylon and you never know what you're gonna wear, Damn. and the odd chance that you get to wear your orange that night when we finally say, hey, Mike, let's wear our oranges tonight. So you got to have all your jerseys in your arsenal. It gets to keep all those in it. It's got removable organizers in it too, so it can kind of keep all its stuff together. 
And it's got these giant vents on the side that keep all my gear nice, cool. Uh, airflow goes right through it. It's beautiful because I've gotten to the point now where I don't take my stuff out of my bag. No I just point. open up the lid, let that air flow through there, and it's just it's wonderful. And it's got the foot mat that comes out. And you get the Oh the moisture wicking one. Yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh it keeps your feet nice and dry from all that nasty locker rooms. Yeah. So uh go over to uh the links in our bio, go to conwayandbanks.com and um use code whatahockey ten and uh get your gear to the rink in Oh, I think I forgot to say the uh, what a hockey ten gets you ten percent off. I think I forgot to say it, but I mean, you know what it gets. Well, you you did just say it now. If you said it twice, even I mean, now people really know. We're doubling up on that. What up, Conway Banks? Yeah, Yeah, charge you twice for that. (laughs) Uh, well, so we do have like a scotch, a a half teaspoon of news, which we'll say is brought to you by Sauce Toss. Go to saucetoss.com, use code WADASAUCE for 10% off your entire order for the rest of the year. They announced another signing today, as the team was announcing earlier that defenseman Chris Malari will be returning for his third season with the team. He's six foot three, 200 pounds, ding ding. Uh, he's coming off his most offensive, productive season with eight goals and 20 assists in 72 games. And I've been preaching these guys uh, via print and uh, some of the articles that I've been doing. But the head coach, Chad Costello, said his on-ice production and team-first leadership are huge attributes to what we are trying to build here in Allen. Uh, thanks to Tommy Daniels for that quote. They're just going to be a, a stupid, offensive, potent team. They're going to be fast. We talked about it last week with Dudes. If you haven't listened to that, one of our probably best episodes this summer, uh, aside from Josh Lamon. Sorry, we got can't compare them. They're friends. But... It's, uh, yeah, go check that out. The Americans are going to be potent on offense. And I do want to say this before we get uh, into what we have next. We had a segment last week where we may have half-heartedly joked about, after the Uncrustable story, jumping on the bus with the Allen Americans and hitching a ride to one of the closer games for a little overnight uh action with the americans and guys i think it's actually going to happen talked with some of the people in the organization uh i won't name any names as to not get anyone in trouble or it doesn't really matter but uh they seem to be completely on board by having us on board so that's a teaser i don't know when that's going to happen but that's something to look forward to we're going to have to get some updated phones with the, the best cameras and some it, yeah we'll have to get and, some some mics for that and yeah um, yeah or like the record like the you know the the good takeaway recording mics and whatnot yeah the, the sd cards on it yeah uh, the road mics those are good ones but yeah like i think we should have the french fries um like funded start- for us well yeah <laughs> that too sure <laughs> but no like i think they could send in some questions man we'll uh DM us the hard, tough questions, and we'll we'll get them, you know, uh, a little more. We'll, I'm, I'm not saying we're trying to like entrap them or anything like that, but I'm saying we'll, we'll just ask them <laughs> the good questions. We'll ask what what you're dying to ask them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna hopefully spend quite a bit of time with them. You know, not get too in their faces, but just enough to let them know that we're there. 
you know, we've had a couple of the guys. I think they've already announced, like we said, Bethune's coming back and he's been on the show. He's an absolute beauty. He's been asking to hang out, obviously, because for some reason thinks that we're cool enough to spend time with. Um, I don't get it. It's the alcohol. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's exciting. Hopefully, we'll get some awesome content from that for you guys. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this. Do we do we have like a Ven, like a water hockey Venmo set up right now? Is that something that we set up? No, because we all already have our own Venmo accounts. Oh, I don't. Naughty. We need a. We need a, we need a different burner. phone number. Yeah, we need a burner phone. Is what we need really. That's no. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, because we can't have two step verification. You can't have your phone number be associated with two accounts. Ah. So factor is important. Yeah. And TFA is extremely important. So, uh, it is too. It's, it's very, so yeah, we do need a burner phone. Maybe we just go get like a track phone and have zero minutes attached to it. And they always have like unlimited text messages. That's all That's we need true. it for. It's like 20 bucks, dude. Maybe That's we true. could do that. That's true. Next time I'm in seven 11 with our, with our P card, <laughs> just go yeah. pick one up. <laughs> They're like, sir, what do you need this for? Uh, uh... I don't even know, man. <laughs> just need it so get a venmo account <laughs> <laughs> well we'll figure we'll figure something out uh but yeah um we should definitely start something like that because i know a lot of french fries out there you know maybe have a couple extra bucks want to help us fund some microphones and some equipment that we can take on the road because you know once we do that holy shit this whole show changes uh but yeah so really cool i mean the island americans we've absolutely loved all the work that we've done with them they've been nothing but complete professionals with us and allowing us into their organization we can't say enough about them but we do need to move on a little bit to the dallas stars um on a scale of one to ten because this is like the hottest topic going on right now uh how concerned are you that Jake Ottinger and Jason Robertson have not signed as of today, which is Tuesday when we record August 16th. Patrick, scale of 1 to 10, and you can do each individual player. How concerned are you that they have not signed? Yeah, like a 4. I'm not too worried about it. Okay, so you're not pressing the panic button, not really getting close yet. No, I I don't think there's any scenario where they don't get signed. And mm-hmm. offer sheets aren't really a thing too much. I actually don't know of any offer sheet that's been signed recently. So, um, yeah, I think Nil will get it done. As much as I disagree with some of their coaching decisions, mm-hmm. when it comes to personnel outside of Klingberg, um, no complaints about how he handles the team overall. Well, except Ryan Suter, but... <laughs> that's a whole different episode. Okay, yeah. so four. Good answer. Yeah. Jason, what about you? Are you uh is your finger hovering a little bit closer to the uh, the said panic button or are you kind of in the same in the same realm as as Patrick over here? Man, I am not panicked whatsoever. So I even don't know less if than I a should four. be. Yeah. Ooh. Look, I think there's a lot of stuff that is just kind of not taken care of yet and I do believe that the office will take care of them. I think there's just a few free agents out there that they, they have some gaps that they need to cover. So they just need to make sure that they're flush in order to take care of them. You don't want to lock yourself into a Sagan Ben type situation where you're 
you're locked into a bad contract. I mean, I know that they're good. I know that they're good for it, but you got to have the money to pay to get people around you. Right. And I really think we're just in a hovering pattern until we can let some of those bad contracts expire. Yeah. And then the, I see like the leadership is taking a step in the right direction when it comes to it and managing contracts better. So until the salary cap keeps, keeps up with the trends, mm-hmm. they're having to do what they need to do to keep this team afloat. I like I, it. As long as they're being transparent with Ottinger and uh, with everybody, I, I think it's fine. Like, hey, dude, we want to take care of you, but we want to be able to make sure we fill everything else because you don't want to get another guy. I mean, we do have a lot of talent coming up through the pipeline but I don't know if they're ready to fully commit to that young talent yet so that they can have some more room with them. I think all valid points. I agree with you. I agree with you. I I think we collectively as a show are going to average around two because I'm down like one as well. There is, there is definitely some concerns going into the contract itself with Otter. Um, I think his camp argued that the AAV was way off. And, and I'm going to say something, and I know it's probably going to cause some people to get a little uh, upset or perhaps in a tiff, if you will, but you cannot pay a goalie based off of one phenomenal playoff series. Mm-hmm. Don't get me right. wrong. He played a magnificent season, and granted, he probably could have had a little bit better defense in front of him at times. But overall, he played extremely well. I think he will continue to progress. But I think a bridge deal is a proper deal for him to take right now. And I do not want the Stars to get stuck in a Katahat position where Katahat plays extremely well in the playoffs in the season. And then now look at the Flyers and the absolute garbage position they are in. So... Take that as you will, but I think that I am okay with a bridge deal. Robertson, man, he's raising puppies. He's doing his thing in the offseason. I guarantee you him and his camp are so laxed about this that they're just basically saying, we're going to sign. We're just kind of waiting to see what you guys have left Uh, because we know it's going to be substantial, but... Jason, to your to your point, I wouldn't be surprised if Neil is looking around. We still have prospects and draft picks that we are able to move around if we so choose to, and we have to make sure that if we bring on any additional, you know, trades or random free agents that are floating around in the market, that we have enough to cover then three of these people. And who knows? Anton Hudobin may or may not be with the team by the time the season starts. And I don't mean like with the Texas stars or the Dallas stars. I mean, traded completely away from the Stars system. Same with Roddick Foxa. He's got a five team, no trade clause. There are pieces to move to make a little bit extra wiggle room on the salary cap. So relax. It'll give us something to talk about when it happens. Do I think that Ottinger is going to sign before Robertson? Yes. Do I think they're both going to sign? Also, yes. Could it be on the same day? Probably. That being said, relax. We are. But moving on, last thing we're going to talk about, because the Stars are the main club here, 
Did you guys know that the AAC has been around since 2001? Yes. And I did know it, that. And then, yeah, it, it broke some pretty high standards when it came out. So the AAC was opened in 2001. And recently, the Dallas Business Journal did an interview with team CEO Brad Alberts in which the topic of the age and the usage of the AAC was discussed, mostly because Maverick's owner... Uh, and Shark Tank aficionado Mark Cuban has said, regardless of the years left on the lease that the Mavericks have at the AAC, they're done. They don't want to be at the American Airlines Center anymore, no matter what happens. So they're out, which leaves the door open for the AAC to become the primary and only arena used by the Dallas Stars, or the, the Stars become the only franchise using the American Airlines Center other than Disney on Ice and, I guess, Post Malone when he comes to town. But, Mm-mm, dude, Post Malone's going to go to AT&T where, uh, you know, Post Malone's dad, sorry, I don't want to, like, derail this, but, you know, Post Malone's dad is, like, the director of, like, food operations at AT&T Stadium, right? I did not know that, but he's already announced. I, I mean, either. he's coming. He's coming to American Airlines Center sometime in October. Um, but I'm glad that you did bring up food and beverage. That was a lovely little and unanticipated segue. That was basically the biggest thing that Brad Alberts talked about improving at the American Airlines Center. Uh, and I quote: "Our concessions haven't been touched since the building was built, which was 2001." If you redid our concessions, you would create an entirely different environment for food and beverage purchasing, and to the user, that would seem like a really big deal. So, because there is a lack of real hockey news to talk about right now in North Texas, the news that we have to talk about is what possible food choices are we putting in the American Airlines Center as a show and i'll go ahead and i don't mean to take this away from you i'll go ahead and get this one out of the way duh whataburger is absolutely the top choice to have at the american Airlines center if they do a smaller menu that they can streamline much like they did when taco bueno was there uh, otherwise you're standing in line forever i only know that because when i went to an old san antonio rampage game in san antonio at the, I think it was the AT&T Center down there, they had a Whataburger in there, and they had a full menu. And if you were not the first person in line at the intermission break, hoy vey, you were missing at least five or ten minutes of the next period. I was going to say, they have one at Corpus, uh, in Corpus at the at Whataburger Field, mm-hmm. and I, think, and I, I know so. they have a reduced <laughs> menu there. Um, but yeah, I, I obviously I'd love to see Whataburger there, but realistically we're probably going to get a Chili's to go because that's Ooh, a DFW based uh, company there and uh, like an on the border type thing because that whole like group is really big downtown. So um, yeah, man, it's what we're going to see a lot of like Dallas based chains. El Phoenix. Do... El Phoenix would probably be a good oh, one. El Phoenix. Well, I, I guess El Phoenix and on the border would have to fight it out. Bidding wars, mm. but hey, uh, I'm sorry. I love the margaritas. Oh, Phoenix over yeah, on the border. Absolutely. Yeah, can I get the uh, Wednesday special, please? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, oof, that's not even close. Oh, Phoenix forever. 
Uh, Patrick, what about you? What 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 uh what what chains or restaurants are you going to throw in the American Airlines Center? And how how would you think about this, Jason? While he's answering that, how would you change the eating and drinking experience? Because apparently that's big for for old old Brad. Oh man, that's a tough one. Because there are a lot of good. I think there needs to be more barbecue. There's like a couple that are mm-hmm. just kind of like stadium barbecue. Mm-hmm. What about like to see one of the bigger chains, maybe like a Heim, if they could do it. Ooh, yeah. Get yeah. in there. Yeah, Pecan Lodge even. Yeah. Just trying to think of the ones that have like multiple locations that aren't Dickies. No. Oh, don't go to Dick- Dickies. It's garbage. Dickies is disgusting. And don't even come into our fucking DMs and say that it is. No. The Jesus. last time the last time I had Dickies was probably five years ago, and I got severe food poisoning. It's not yeah. good. Dry it's ass not, brisket. No. The sausage is eh. It's sausage. It's pretty hard to fuck up sausage. Yeah. yeah. But you know good sausage when you have it. That's the kicker. <laughs> And it's Zing. not at Dickies. <laughs> no, it's not. Because you got to lather it in that sauce. The sauce is decent, but you, if you got to put the sauce on it, the barbecue is not good. Exactly. I get yeah. the sauce anywhere. The sauce should be an augment, Compliment. not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a necessity. Um. Okay. So, so barbecue. I mean, that's that's a that's a very that's a Texas staple. I like Heim. I think that's a good one. Uh, personally, when I had Heim, I was not. Super impressed personally. That's fair. That's just my opinion. Y'all know my my opinion of the best barbecue in Dallas. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cadillac for anybody that hasn't listened to some of our more food centric discussions previously. Cadillac off of Sigma, in... which is adjacent to Ligma. <laughs> <laughs> What's Ligma? Uh, if you have to ask, <laughs> don't worry about it. So yeah, barbecue. Oh god, I got super close to the mic there. It's okay. You just got excited. Yeah, I love food, and I love barbecue. <laughs> I love food. Yeah, I think that's really the only one that I have. I'm trying to think of your next question, Fink, of things that I would bring carryover mm-hmm. from the current AAC, and outside of Pizza Hut, which is even still pretty mediocre. Oh yeah. Cause they don't, they don't even give you ranch. You got to go to another kiosk that has like yeah. chicken tenders or something to get ranch, and then it's the shitty Heinz ranch, which is an mm. abomination. It yes. is ab- yeah, it's not Hidden Valley or it's Whataburger the- Ranch that fucking miss me with that garbage. Yeah, miss me with it, yes sir. You know what? You know what? I am. This is kind of on topic. Like I said, we wouldn't say Whataburger, but I think that, I, and I want to. This is kind of a, a experience, if you will. I think you know how they usually have the condiment like squirters, or they used to, where you would go up and you would pump for ketchup, pump for mustard. Thanks, no longer. Thanks, COVID. (sighs) But if we were in a day and age where they still had that, how fantastic would it be if they had the Whataburger sauces lined up? You know, your 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 spicy ketchup, your small batch ketchup. Now you got to charge extra for that, though. Man, that's price of admission, baby. Tickets yeah. go up a dollar. That covers that ketchup, you know. <laughs> Brad, we're a business podcast other, now. Call us. The other one, I, hell, we 
I, you probably see Chick Fil A or Pluckers in there. I know they got a Pluckers up in um, over Globe at Life. AT, uh, over at Globe Life. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Let's say AT and T Stadium over at Globe Life. <laughs> I mean, it's like a Pac Man. It's eventually just going to woggle its way over there and eat it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, uh, I I think Pluckers is good. Pop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little out of the left field. Okay. Because there are two places that are uh, top of mind right now that I think that would just absolutely enhance the hockey experience by a a million and 15,000%. My first one might surprise you guys a little bit. Fucking throw a Panda Express in that bad boy. (laughs) Gross. Give me some of that orange chicken and absolutely whitewash lo mein (laughs) and, and send me to heaven. Send me to heaven. Uh, and that leads to my next one, which I don't think we've we've all tried yet as a show, but I brought it up before. Bro, hit me some soup dumplings from Jang Chi. Just give me like a, a little pack of six soup dumplings on like a little to-go tray and whap, whap, I'll order like 12 of those bad boys and just whap, whap, this Kung Fu Panda swallow all of them. <laughs> just whap, 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 whap. Waka, waka, waka. Yeah, I think uh, soup dumplings. Let's get crazy. Um, and then to answer my own question, as far as the experience, I think it would be cool. Obviously, with the suites going all the way around, you kind of have this, and because it is indoors, you don't really need, I guess, like that restaurant closed off. You know, like at the ballpark, you can go, or at the old ballpark, rather. You know, Good they one. have places. Yeah, you go sit mm-hmm. down at like a place to eat, but they had the the windows and you were inside the air conditioning and you were basically inside a restaurant, inside the ballpark. I think something like that would be extremely intriguing. Like an immersive dining experience. Immersive dining experience. Exactly. I mean, we're talking like floor level suites, like at the uh, Cowboy game. Yeah. Yeah. You could have like like a restaurant, like right in there. It's just a really long fucking restaurant. Yeah. And oh, what's that's going to be the name of it? It'll be sponsored really by the long finish, fucking restaurant. The, it'll be sponsored by the finished drink that Patrick has. Isn't it called Long, long Drink? Yeah, Long Drink at the Long Bar. One one little side note about Long Drink: if you go to a liquor store and buy Long Drink, buy the one that is only called Long Drink. There's one that's called Bevy, I think, that has like kind of Aurora Borealis colors on it. Don't buy it; it's terrible. I thought you were going to say, like, I'm... don't get the one that says long dong drink. <laughs> <laughs> I have another sports hypothetical here. Okay. Okay. So the American Airlines Center also hosts concerts mm-hmm. and uh, and also the NCAA tournament sometimes. Mm-hmm. Who is getting that? Will the American Airlines Center retain that? Or do you think Cuban's going to take the basketball tournament on probably? Or where, where are artists going to fight to go? Are they going to fight to stay at the American Airlines Center that was kind of designed to be a a multi-use arena rather than just a basketball arena. Or I, I mean, obviously Cuban's probably thinking well of this and probably going to design a Jerry World type situation for mm. himself where it's it's his version of 100,000 people in there. Obviously, we're not going to get 100,000 people to come watch a Mavs game anytime soon, but it'd be wild. It would be. Maybe 2011 all over again, but I think one thing Cuban wants is he wants like bigger, like entertainment 
setup, like the Jumbotron and all that. Um, oh, yeah. But there's only be- so much space that you can put that in. Because a, right. a basketball court is relatively small. It's very small, especially compared to a hockey rink. 94 mm-hmm. feet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I guess trying to maximize it as much as possible. I mean, you've got even like WWE Raw and whatnot. Whenever they come to town, SmackDown, mm-hmm. they're going to be fighting for that thing. Uh, so is it well, going to really. take away from the downtown experience, though, too, having to... Well, hell, uh, look... I'm sorry. I'm really going off on a tangent here. We're talking about two arenas being in this area. Does Dallas have the market to support a second basketball team like New York and no. LA? No, no, no. Are you, hold on. No, not even the, and I hate to say this because I really don't care about them, but the only sport, and I don't care about the sport almost at all, except for one team. And I'll say it in a second. The only sport that this city can support and support two of is the is the football team. That's my personal opinion. I just Dallas Cowboys do not win. They are a very mediocre franchise overall, but because they are the Cowboys, they have a cult following. That being said, there is also a very anti-Cowboys following or anti-Cowboys group in Dallas to where if you get a bright new shiny franchise on the other side of Dallas or maybe somewhere like Fort revive Worth, the Dallas say, Texans, something like that. I, I can't, can't even say Fort Worth because, because <laughs> well, I mean, I can't even say Fort Worth because Arlington has the Cowboys and it's so close, but I don't know. It would have to be like dead in the city. And be called something very weird, like the Trinity River bodies. Uh, no, they have. To, they, I think they'd have to embody like the Texas Rangers, like moniker. Not necessarily the Rangers, like mascot, but you would have to go with Texas. I don't think you could yeah. sustain calling it Dallas, or maybe no. you could. I mean, like the Yankees and the Mets do it, the Lakers and the Clippers do it, the Giants and the Jets do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I totally get what you're saying. But I think in those markets in like New York, where they are the Yankees, you have a lot of people who are like diehard Yankees. And then there's a lot of people in New York who are like, fuck the Yankees. Yeah. And they can really, they can truly support. Like, I guess the Yankees are like the hipster team. They're the bandwagon team whenever you can just be a Mets fan too up there. Right. I guess it's like, it, and it's kind of that way in basketball too with the Lakers. The Lakers are kind of the bandwagon team. They're like the dream team that you want to go to. The Cowboys are the, the, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the Cowboys are still like America's team. When you're a kid, you dreamed of playing for the Cowboys. You were the right. you wanted to be the quarterback of the Cowboys. You right. know, you wanted to be second baseman for the New York Yankees. You wanted to be a shooting guard for the either the Bulls or the Lakers. Those were the those were your dream teams. Like those are the kids. Like I guess those are the people we saw. So that's kind of what we idolized. And then I don't know, whatever. No, I mean, I get what you're saying. I just don't think, I don't think there is a big enough, not basketball following, but city basketball following because Mm -hmm. basketball is such a, a a me, not we sport that kids don't have to support the Mavericks and their friends aren't going to give them shit because they're LeBron fans or Derek Rose fans. I don't know why that's the first name that came to mind after LeBron James or Kevin Durant. That his dumbass. Like, there are so many. There are so many more fans of individual players in basketball that I just yeah. don't see 
the, that Dallas has the the the, the big the enough market. market. Now, now maybe Fort Worth, like they have the Dickies Arena, which could be called the yeah your shitty barbecue arena. There could be a Fort Worth team, and I think that would be perfect because there's like not really a rivalry because they are so vastly different. But I know Fort Worth that kind of has that moniker of being compared to Dallas because it's right there. Dallas is the bigger metro, like the, the bigger city. I think that'd be great. And I could see, I mean, oh, dude, I, wasn't there, what was the arena? Um, it was the Fort Worth Ramas. Mm-hmm. I nope. mean, they used to have them right in the middle of the city. If I'm, no, it was if the I'm Fort Worth right. Fire. You're talking about. But didn't they turn into the Brahmas at one point? No, they moved to Nitex. I mean, was that what it was? Was that I don't know the history behind it, truthfully. Like, I did think Fort Worth so Fire was, turn into the Brahmas? Because they so played the, the they were in the C, Yeah, they were in the CHL and the WHL and now they are an NAHL team. Um but yes, they they are they are at Nitex now, but I think they came from um a different league. Or a different building. I can't remember which one it was. But it was probably um, Will, either Will Rogers or like. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the, they have another one over there? I can't think of now off the top of my head. Um, let's see, Fort Worth Convention Center. Yeah. Yeah. Simple enough. But anyway, um, yeah. Huh. That's fun. But yeah, I could see Fort Worth bringing on another team. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to get the concerts. I don't know who's going to get the entertainment. Uh, I don't know who's going to get what. All I know is that I I definitely think it is high time for say, some improvements at the American Airlines Center. And if it becomes just a hockey arena and concert venue, whatever, they have got to put some money into the lights. Not because what we have right now is bad, but we... If it becomes much like, you know, Vegas with the Golden Knights, and I hate using them as an example, but it's the first team that comes to mind. Those pregame lights where they have it, I think the ball center has it too in Denver for the, you know, for the Avs. Like the immersive on ice light show experience makes it so cool. And the stars had it, but they rented it. And so they had to basically give it back. Yeah. And I think it was for the playoffs, not this past season, but a couple of seasons back when they defeated Nashville in round one. <laughs> but <laughs> I just it's fun to bring it up. But yeah, that's I think where they should really kind of pile their money into. But I mean, small, small side note for you, Fink, just yeah. uh, one correction. Dickie's Arena is named after the, the work and the school uniform clothing company. It's, yeah, it's oh, a clothing thank, company, not the thank barbecue company. God. Not the barbecue. Yeah, I, thank God. I kind of I heard you made the reference, but I didn't know if I didn't know how uh, if you were being sarcastic or ironic about it. <laughs> nope, nope, really don't okay. know. I can't say I've ever actually seen the arena in person because I go over to Fort Worth maybe twice every three years. Uh, but yeah, it's Dickies isn't like rodeo clothes up more than anything because that makes sense because on the rodeo yeah Fort Fort Worth is the yeehaw of North Texas that makes sense it smells like cow poop there um I had to sneak it into really Fort Worth does. a little bit it does you know what don't call but cow I, town hey, for nothing hold on I do love steaks so thanks cows okay I know a long time ago I used to shit on Fort Worth 
I've been over like, there. Like physically? No, I used to like occasionally. Uh, Dallas, yeah, no, I've, I've definitely taken a shit in Fort Worth. Like, I can't say that I have done that. <laughs> yeah, can confirm. I can confirm. <laughs> I can confirm I did that. But I do think, like, I, I as a youngster, I used to think just, just Fort Worth was absolute trash because Dallas greater than Fort Worth. Mm. But as an adult, I've actually been over there. Some of their nightlife is quite entertaining. I mm. do end up having a good time on, like, West 7th. Uh, actually, not so much West 7th anymore. I am uh, no longer in the college crowd. That's where you would mm-hmm. go. Uh, the Fry Street equivalent, the uh, like Barley House University Park, or not University Park, uh, Uptown area, I guess, for SMU. Whatever it is. Um, I had a good time. I've had good times in the couple times that I've been out to Fort Worth for nighttime experiences. Hell, even Billy Bob's was a good time. Billy Bob's is always fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, yeah, I mean, so I take back all the shit that I've talked about forward. Some of it still smells like shit. Yeah. Martin house though. Martin house is a good. Martin house is fun. Do love them. Love me some Martin house pickle beer. Uh, but yeah, I mean, thank you for the correction. I had no idea. Uh, but Dickie's barbecue still sucks. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's there's pretty short for correction there. Pretty short, light episode today, boys. This week is, uh, like I said, pretty slow. Uh, but as always, we graciously thank you for spending some time with us three on this week. And we hope that the cooler temperatures and rain brings you peace and calmness to your to your Jing Chi. Namaste. So, namaste. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your soup dumplings. But uh, yeah, without anything else left, <laughs> Patrick, let him know. Stay sassy, as always. And uh, stay moist. And uh, don't, for any reason, even if you get shitty barbecue and rodeo pants mixed up, forget your Kermit tattoos. Rodeo pants. <laughs> <laughs> rodeo pants. Or those way too long khakis that you could wear to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the nice cell phone pocket at the, the knee. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So you have easy access to it whenever you're in school.